0: morning everybody this is lessons for life broadcast i'm troy hudkins your host and i have a guest with me today rob Lavat. rob thank you for joining me today
1: thank you for being here uh, troy
0: it's great to have you um so tell me a bit about yourself rob who who is rob Lavat?
1: well you know that's, that's a great question uh, i was born january 1962 and i spent the first uh, part of my life on the East Coast. I was born in uh, Sydney, Nova Scotia, come from the island of Cape Breton and I was uh, in a family business. I grew up in a family business. The uh, business was incorporated in 1947. So I was born in 62. So I came, uh, started my father and his brothers and it was a family business. And uh, I went to Riverview High School and uh, I graduated with a high school degree. I, I did make some attempts in at university. I uh, went to Acadia. I went to uh, College of Cape Breton. It changed a, a bunch of names since. I think it's a University College of Cape Breton. So I took business. I always enjoyed business. Uh, I had a life in uh, hockey, golf, baseball. Played all kinds of extracurricular activities. And uh, like I said, uh, I had a great life. I uh, like to use Tony Robinson's comparison, I remember Tony Robinson said he was a janitor in a school. Well, I was in a successful family business. Now today, Tony Robinson is worth six or seven billion, and he's got fifty-seven to seventy companies. Um, uh, I think I'm super successful. I have great friends in my life. I'm turned. Uh, had a couple of tough times. Uh, the family business is still in business. I'm out here. Came out west. And uh, I guess at that point, uh, getting off a of plane with a $20 bill and uh, calling card at $4.63, I've learned life is just not about money. We all need money to get by. So uh, <clears throat> my motto, I take a couple of my father's mottos, uh, honest days uh, work for an honest day's pay, and we're only as strong as the people that we have uh, with us. So I'm adding health as wealth and family as wealth. So. Based on that, I met great people in Alberta, and I'm super, super happy that uh, life turned out the way it did. Uh, I judge myself, because when my father passed away on me in 95, I was with him until his last breath, he said, uh, they're going to sweep him under the mat, and they're going to sue me. So uh, I didn't really understand that in 95, but uh, I understand it today, and Alberta has been home for me since August 2008. Uh, I've spent my time as a, a pipe fitter, equipment operator, and uh, I'm I'm super successful in the in, in the oil patch. I uh, have a couple of new endeavors, so that's uh, a little bit about me, Troy. Sure. So
0: awesome! Sounds like a quite the story. A lot of experiences. Yes. Who do you think, uh, when you were growing up, who was your uh, greatest mentor?
1: My father. Uh, no questions of it. know he was much older than i was he was born in 1924 of april i came along in january 1962 my father you know he said what's mine is uh, yours as well and uh, he was always honest to me Uh, one of the things that uh, hurt me in coming up in life was that my father had a grade four education but he was uh, a pioneer in the road building business and specialized in heavy equipment and he had a family business and we didn't really ever get to talk about what is your vision and mission. So he always protected me. And that's one of the things that I appreciate from my father is he was family. He was honest. He was a, a great, great businessman. And I had the best to learn from. So, uh, I did everything I could do Troy, but in the end, I, I kind of asked him all the questions I could, but I had an opportunity to write down his questions and answers in a book. So nice. today I, I search and, uh, I, I met such great, great people out of Alberta that uh, I look back and I guess a term that I, I shared with a friend was "turn the channel. And uh, that was a great, I ended up getting a poem out of it and I appreciate that and uh, respect that person 100%. So.
0: Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, m- my dad taught me a lot of stuff growing up and and I think your parents... They they teach you what they can, and I think in the end they're just giving you the tools to get started, and then you move on and you you learn in life. You know, it's it's a uh, it's a growing experience for everybody, I think. And once you get out there, you just you continue growing, right?
1: Yeah, and and, and, and I, I I jump in that uh, Troy because uh, I like. Someone said the term, here we grow. And, uh, you know, the, the rest of my life, I'm going to work in personal development. And uh, I, I'm, I'm involved with uh, WFG, World Financial Group. And uh, their um, mission and vision is helping families and never leave families behind. So the first part of my life, I was in a family business. And uh, the terms of being left behind, I understand what that is. So the, the great people I met in Alberta super people everybody you know they go about their jobs and i think the biggest thing in life is that we can build ourselves on personal development and you know there's going to be many relationships whether it's uh, family or friends or whatever but the, the, you're building a better me and you get defiance and, and once you learn that uh, you know health is wealth and wealth is family and having true friends like uh, some of the great uh, mentors in, in in life would say uh, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you how successful you're. I, I, I really believe that.
0: And, right. You know, exactly. So. Exactly. Um, who do you think when you were young, like friends and, and teachers and stuff, who do you think was a, a strong influence on who you've become?
1: I, I have a great, uh, so many great friends out there. Troy, when I was young, uh, I had uh, Blair Clark, who I, I grew up with on the golf course. We met many great friends. There was Blair, Jimmy Ogilvy, uh, Harvey Ellsworth, and uh, I mean, there's a, there's a list of them. We, we we stayed on the golf course from six o'clock in the morning till uh, five at night. You know, my father was in the construction business, and uh, anybody knows about the road building business. Some days you don't you don't come home. You just stay in the office. So uh, Blair was one of my uh, best friends in, in golf, but uh, I had a great, great history in hockey. You know, there, there, there was great guys that uh, I grew up with. Hockey: Jerry Turnbull, Blair McKeegan, you know, and uh, mentors in life. Uh, J.K. McNeil was was uh, one of the neighbors. Yeah. We we had great rivalry, rivalry uh, in, in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Sydney Academy against Riverview Redmond. So uh, I don't mind. Sydney Academy was always the best, and, and but you know what? We we believed in ourselves, and, and when you believe in yourself, you, you go forward. So. Uh, one of my coaches was also my principal, Bob McKenzie. So, learn lots, you know, learn that every day is a game day. And sometimes you got to take a punch and keep going, you know, keep, nice. keep, keep the fight up.
0: Nice. Yeah. You always got to be strong and keep pushing forward for sure. Um, you, you mentioned that your dad only had a grade four education, but was very successful. How important. Yeah do you think education is?
1: Well, my father taught me, you know, uh, your word is your bond and dot your I's and cross your T's and uh, listen and uh, have a mission and a vision. And uh, he was just a super guy at the looking and, and and doing business and learn to appreciate great friendship. And uh, he held up his hand one day and he said, how many friends do you think you're gonna have in life? And I thought, uh, I, I don't know the answer to that. And he said, well, if you can fill my hand with five true friends, he said, you're very, very successful. So appreciate the great people you're going to meet in life. And, uh, you know, your friends will get you to places that sometimes you can't get there. So uh, true friendship is amazing. And I, I think some of the successful business relationships, our are, are, are relationships are sometimes could be your wife. Could be your high school. Uh, could be a friend that you meet future in future life. So uh, treat your friends because you're you're going to have plenty of people that are going to come into your. As the fellow says, when you're sailing, you know, port to port, and you're out at sea, people are always going to come on your ship, and then they're going to get off. Let them come on. Let them get off. You know, your true friends stay with you for life. So it's nice uh, if you want to use hockey as Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier and the great Oilers. Uh, montreal canadians i'm a abs fan so maybe maybe we'll get a little bit of action there but uh, <laughs> the team, team is a great thing family you know sometimes you know they always say blood's thicker than water but i'll tell you there's some great friendships out there whether they the female or male but uh, they stay with each other through life and that that's what i like i like super success uh love seeing great families love seeing great marriages you know i love i, lo- I love the uh, the, the winning attitude of uh, a husband and wife staying together i'm divorced by the way but uh, you know my son uh, and i mentioned him uh, my two sons and my daughter you know my family's uh, great i always say four words to them love you miss you because uh, in a divorce uh, things don't go well for the children but in the end uh, you know i always again i repeat it love you miss you and i make sure of jillian harry and Robert. so love seeing how good they're doing they're doing great and i always tell my son you're a better father than I am, and uh, super. I got two beautiful little granddaughters, uh, Emily and Gracie, and two and four. I just learned the other day, yesterday uh, on Saturday, Troy, that uh, I told uh, Emily. I said, "Hey, we're going to have a, food. you're going to have a day today with your grandfather. Write everything down." Wow, did I learn? She went out and she wrote everything down. She made her six points and she held me to them. And you know, in the end, we had a great day. So I was talking to her this morning. I said, what, "What's the answer?" She said write your goals down, put them on paper. and uh, yeah, Super amazing. Had a great day and she learned at four years old and I learned at 59 years old that, you know, when you tell someone to write your goals down and you plan a day, follow through with it. So yeah, we're always learning no matter whether we're four or 59.
0: Well, and that's the thing. We can't stop learning. We have to continue learning as long as we can. Uh, that, I think that's what keeps us young. Keeps us growing. I also, you're, you're, comment about families um sometimes i think like you said blood is thicker than water but sometimes i think family is the people that are there for you the the close friends that are there all the time um they don't have to be blood they you know they can just be a close friend but they sometimes create a a stronger bond than some families do
1: I, I agree 100% because, uh, you know, I, uh, on, on the Levat side, there's uh, over 50 first cousins. And, and uh, on uh, the Woodle side, there's many, many first cousins. But uh, the people that are close to me are my children and my, my friends. And, and uh, you know, sometimes advice, we don't like advice. Uh, sometimes a true friend tells you the way it is and you just kind of like, uh, you know you build up a, a wall to that and say well you know but that's what we're afraid of we're afraid of to find out that we're on the wrong direction sometime and a true friend actually looks out for the you know the past and path for success for you and uh, that's another reason i like wfg is i'm starting a business there that uh, uh, helping families and don't leave families behind create your vision and create your mission write your goals pre-plan your days so Uh, there's a gentleman uh, that i met on on the site and uh, talking to him today uh, he's always positive Uh, you know he tells you the way it is and and stay focused and laser focus and believe in your values and and stay with them and uh, i i I learned a lot uh, in my 59 years and i can't wait to go to the next level because uh, you know uh, what is success success is uh, health health is wealth wealth is a family you know, true friends. So, yes, uh, when you're getting advice from a certain uh, person, could be a male or female, you know, they, they believe in you. And sometimes you don't hear from them for many, many years. And you look back, uh, there's a book out there, uh, Troy, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen R. Covey. And uh, he talks about pivotal people in your life. And uh, when you actually read that chapter, you read that uh, there's not only positive pivotal people, there's negative pivotal people, you know. Oh, you for sure. Back, it, it, if i didn't meet that person i wouldn't have went down that ladder that quick. but uh, i've been so uh, fortunate to meet great great pivotal people since i came to alberta and and back in nova scotia but, uh, you know every and i and i like to use this example uh, i was in sight one day and i said to a gentleman his name was mark harris i said uh, what book did it to you and he said a secret so i learned from that book that uh, you know, thank you, life is good, life is easy, all good comes to me in time, I'm happy and thankful that I met uh, Troy and Mark and uh, God bless uh, Troy and Mark and thank you for letting it happen. So that was a little piece, piece out of the secret and uh, uh, Traveler's Gift was another book that uh, uh, I've learned and read and uh, so many changes but uh, uh, Jim Rohn has a video up there, The Best Year Ever and uh, he says one of the books you should read is, the actual title is How, how to Read a Book and uh, uh, I kind of smiled and thought, gee, and I got the book. And it says, you know, read through the book without asking questions, get through it. And that's the way life is get through it, you know, before the, your actual response is what hurts you. Man. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. A little bit about me.
0: Yeah, right on. Um, see, so you played a lot of sports. So, you played hockey. What did you learn from? Playing in a team environment, what kind of lessons for life did you learn from a, a team aspect?
1: I think the biggest and the most important is be coachable. And uh, all through life, it doesn't matter if I played hockey. Like uh, when I was 10 years old, we had a concrete wall down in the street, was Lynbrook Drive. And uh, the milkman used to go by, by about five o'clock in the morning. And, and you know, I was ten years old, going with the old hockey bag to sit on that uh, wall for my first coach, Brassy McPherson, to pick us up. You know, we, we were ten years old, five o'clock in the morning, getting out there, sitting on a wall. And and today, uh, you know, we had to be coachable. Uh, we learned great values. Uh, there's etiquette. Uh, you learn etiquette in life, whether you're in hockey or golf. There's always you know life lessons. And uh, you know, when that coach speaks up. You, you got to learn. He's he's not only trying to mentor you, he's trying to teach you and he's putting the time in. And And that's when you realize, you know, you go through all the sports that I played. I played up the junior hockey. I played with some great people, Paul Hooper, and played against uh, Alan McGinnis. The Min- McGinnis' family was super, super people. But uh, in the end, be coachable. You know, put an effort in. Show up. If you're going to show up, give, give it your best. So have great etiquette and uh, be coachable
0: nice that's awesome who do you or what do you think do is your biggest motivator
1: i don't know i i i I went through life and uh, my coach principal and uh, friend bob mckenzie told me when i was walking down the steps at river high school he said congratulations you graduated you persevered." so i got a perseverance award and and uh, you know, you got to persevere, like, and, and sometimes if you really want it, you, you got to sit there, uh, no matter, you got egg on your face, or, you know, if, if you can admit your mistakes as quick as possible, I guess, Ed Millett uh, had an interview one day, and he talked about being in a slump, and he said, what, what's the, you know, what's the key to getting out of the slump? It, it's it's shorten the slump, and, and get out of it, like, don't let it go on and on and on, or Phil Mickelson, also, what Ed Millett said, you know, if you hit a bad shot on the golf course, what happens? You keep thinking about that bad shot. It's over. So limit the time that we think about the past and, uh, you know, plan the future. So there's, there's some of the things that uh, perseverance. And, uh, you know, I got passion. So I, I found that out. Uh, I met a gentleman, uh, very lucky. His name's Adam Daw, And his last words were, well, you, get, you have passion. So I thought, you know, perseverance, passion. Resilient, you know, and uh, sometimes we're not the sharpest knife in the drawer. But you know what? When you learn that you're not the sharpest knife in the drawer, you got to make up for the best of it. So uh, that's the fun of personal development, building a better me.
0: Nice, and continue growing again, right? Yes. What do exactly? What do you think your biggest fear is?
1: I don't know. I I I was always afraid of uh, failing uh failed grade nine i realized you know as i read books and books that uh, if you're not failing you're not trying uh, failure is a term of success and uh, perseverance and you, you listen to the great success stories you know whether it's tiger woods wayne gretzky you know wayne gretzky's father just passed away I'm sorry for his loss but uh, built that rink in the backyard and, and, and uh, mr gretzky knew that uh, Wayne was going to be a superstar, but he's also wanted to share and help people. So that's, that's, you know, helping families don't leave families behind.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, my wife just read me one the other day that FAIL, the acronym for FAIL is first attempt in learning. I like that. So it's, you got to change the way you look at it, right? change the well, tone, so to speak.
1: You know, I, I, I go back to uh, Ed Millett and Tony Robson and, and again, World Financial Group where, where we get a lot of mentorship from Ed Millett. And actually, there's a award right in the back of my uh, back here. It's an Ed, Ed Millett award. But uh, the, the biggest thing in life is is uh, because we, we don't want to fail. But that's that's how you learn. And and if you don't step up and try, you're not in the game. So uh, I think the biggest thing is that even when I went to play hockey the first time I went to play, uh, I just wanted to get on the ice, get on the ice, get in the game, because so many of us show up and we don't get into the game. It it doesn't matter if it's in business, uh, financial world, or or, or just your friendship. Like How often do we go to a dance and you just sit there all night and you you have a drink and by the time it's over, you, you know, you see beautiful females and or vice versa, and, and, and you get the fear of uh, they're going to say no to me. Well, no makes you stronger. That's what life's all about. Change, change your presentation and, you know, present yourself better and uh, make an effort. And yeah. I, I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned in that 59. You know what? If, if you never ask the question, you're never going to hear the answer.
0: Right. So. And that that answer may not be what you want to hear, but then you got to change your approach.
1: Well, I I, I agree hundred uh, percent. When you want to go up and meet people, don't go up with fear. Go up and and, and introduce yourself. Friend, business friend is another term I learned in WFG. You know, uh, you got to be able to separate your friendship from your business, but also in, in relationships. You know, uh, again, you're coachable and. and uh, meet that true person find that true relationship some people are very fortunate and successful to find it earlier on in life some people you know uh, another take from Ed Millett was talking about relationships and uh, sometimes in a marriage there's 12 different relationships and and sometimes in life you meet different people you know like I said uh, I went through a divorce I had no uh, animosity I did the best I could do considering the circumstances and uh, you know did I fail I'm sure I failed on quite a few uh, issues but in the end like I said I'm back to telling my children Harry Robert and Jillian love you mission so
0: yeah nice what do you think inspired you to choose the career you're in
1: i uh i came out of a, a my father's family business which was rail building and specializing in heavy equipment so uh you're always working with heavy equipment you're designing things you're building financial world everything was there true I had, I had everything so uh, when I came out west I had the idea to stay in pipe fitting I enjoyed it because uh, you had the sense of uh, planning and, and building and you got to work with hard people you know work hard and, and, and you could spend long hours in the business plus you got satisfaction of actually building a spool or designing something in, 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 in the oil patch or, or just working with the people team 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 concept
0: nice right on if you could do or be anything at all without possibility of failure what would you choose
1: well first of all i want to be me now because uh, i went through the 59 years and i realized the biggest fear that we have in life is building ourselves up and realizing you know personal development so i've got all the tools i've got all the great friends and, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to where I, I am because I have three beautiful children and uh, I talk to them every day uh, you know my youngest guy Harry he, uh, he doesn't understand me sometimes and I don't understand him and sometimes you know what level do you go to to understand your children so uh, I want to be that successful person I want to be positive I want to build a better me and I'm going to have fun doing it and, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I exercise, uh, for instance, like uh, I went to bed Sunday at 2 o'clock in the morning, talked to a great friend. Uh, her name was Cheryl Moreau. She's older than me, but uh, I, I got up at 6 o'clock and I drove to Evan. And so, uh, you know, I uh, met another great friend and uh, got my hair cut and, you know, enjoyed the day. And I started realizing, you know, uh, plan your day and and execute your day and, and, and live your dreams. So, nice. uh, that's where I'm at.
0: That's awesome. What do you do in your spare time to take your time off, take your mind off things?
1: Well, in my spare time, I don't have any more spare time because uh, WFG, the oil patch, I, I got into another uh, little business venture and, and I met a great lady by the name of Deb Drummond and the uh, narrow uh, Thompson and uh, super great people. So that, that's where I'm at now. Uh, Meeting, meeting people and, and learning uh, to listen and be coachable and helping families and don't leave anybody behind because uh, the more I can give the little value that I have and that I learned in life, I think that uh, if I can make a difference in one person's life, that uh, that's successful to me.
0: So, nice. Uh, what one thing in your life so far is you to, to you is your most amazing accomplishment?
1: I think the fact that uh, I'm still here because uh I just amazing accomplishment is is uh learning that uh, you know you make mistakes in life and you go so many years doing the same repetition and making the same mistakes and then someone comes along and starts talking to you one day and all of a sudden it happened it was an amazing event and uh, uh I think you know that guy and, and, and I changed that day and, and I, I think I go back to uh, May of 2019 and that's when I thought, you know what, I'm going to be positive. Uh, what happened in my life, we made our decisions, we're living with our decisions, uh, you can't change them. Uh, before you make that decision, you have the opportunity to do what you have to do or you don't have to make it No one's forced you to go through uh, anything in life. But once you learn to be positive and uh, there was a gentleman and... Uh, that was you, Troy. And, uh, you know, to be positive that day, that was amazing. I, I learned to look up instead of looking down all the time. And, and you know, things like uh, simple words were saying broke or do I have a cash flow problem or, you know, uh, create an emergency fund or, or learn and teach people and uh, tell them, learn your finances. You know, your time management's a, a huge uh, uh, difference in life. Manage your time. And that comes out of the book, of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, so Steve and are covering.
0: Well, being positive is a huge thing. I mean, if you, if you focus on the negative, things are always going to be negative. If you focus on the positive, things are always going to be positive, right? Things happen, and it's the way you react to them that changes who you are.
1: And, you know, I'm going to say, Troy, you're going to be super successful, and that's so true because uh, common sense is a great thing in life. And, you know, all the successful people, you know they get up early in the morning Uh, i read a a a book by dr miles moreau and and, you know he said uh, what's the difference between the person sleeping on the street or or the millionaire everybody has 24 hours is what you do with your time so if you if you want to be negative and sometimes people just don't want to know that they're negative but when they're positive you know you 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 take the good with the bad and you you learn to keep moving on and I, i like those people because Uh, things hurt us in life and we end up spending all the time talking about I spent 14 years talking about my emotions on what happened in the first part of my life and now I look back on it and it's like, geez, I don't want to spend any more time there because I didn't get paid for it. I met some great friends and and, and got a lot of sympathy, but in the end, uh, uh, I'm super, and thank you for listening to me, uh, and everything I said was true, but in the end, uh, we, we spend so much time that when our time actually runs out, Time never stops. So that's what right. happens.
0: Right. Um, of all the things that have happened in your life, is there something you would go back and change?
1: I, I can't change anything, Troy, because you know what? I, I, uh, I did everything I wanted to do in life. And as I said, then I go back to that statement. Thank you. Life is good. Life is easy. All good came to me in time. And I'm happy and grateful that I met the people that I did because, uh, you know, I was there, like I said uh, earlier on in the, the interview here, that uh, Tony Robson spent time as a janitor, and now he's uh, 78 companies and 6 or $7 billion. Well, I was way ahead. I was way ahead. I I, I, I would not change anything. I think that uh, I, I would make just myself a little more stronger and, and more resilient to that if you're going to make a decision and, and know that you made the decision just, Live with it a little little better, that's all. Just don't make the same mistake twice.
0: Yep, yep. What is the greatest piece of advice someone has ever given you so far?
1: I think uh, the greatest advice would be my father. And uh, he said, uh, the highest honor you can attain in life is to receive a gift. And, uh, you know, sometimes we don't know what that gift is. It could be a couple of words of advice it could be that $20 bill, it could be just that simple lunch, you know, Uh, having the opportunity to meet someone that's uh, going forward in life. Uh, Like I said, time is very valuable now. And it always was. So we're here for a short period of time. So Uh, I take my father's uh, advice. And he said that about uh, a little bit of Tom McPherson was a a great man, they call him Tomcat. I told him, he asked how your father, you know, how's your dad doing? He said, well, he has two weeks to live. He has cancer, the pancreas. It's not, it, it, it wasn't what I wanted to tell him because I just found out. He opened up his wallet. He pulled out a $100 American dollar bill. And I thought, he said, please give this to your father. And I thought for him. And I said, it's a $100 American bill. I appreciate that, uh, Mr. McPherson, but uh, not sure how my father's going to receive this. So I walked in, I said, dad, I, I met uh, Tom and I said, uh, he said, to give you this. And I pulled out the $100 American bill and my father held it up. And he said, this is the highest honor you can attain to receive a gift. Tell Mr. McPherson, thank you. So it was, I looked at the $100 bill, he looked at it as a gift. And that's how we got right. to look at money.
0: Right, like you said, that gift could be a piece of advice, a couple words, exactly. anything, right?
1: Well, it, it's that guy that comes up and, and, and uh, gives you, you know, a, a 15 minutes of his valuable day telling you what, what, I, here's my, you know, when you ask someone, I need your help, and you know, I value your opinion, and they give you the opinion, and here's why, I think that's why you ask people. So, uh, some you know, th- sometimes that opinion, if you have Tony Robbins, you're going to pay a lot of money for it. But, uh, uh, there's other people out there that are super successful and, and they don't like the limelight and they don't like to speak on TV or they don't like to speak in Zoom. But uh, there's great, great people out there that make great decisions their whole life and uh, they know like your time is valuable. So sometimes they give you great advice and you got to write it down. That's my biggest thing. Write down what you want to keep in your life. And, nice.
0: Uh, and the, the thing with advice is you can always listen to it whether you want to use it or not, whether it pertains to you is, you know, different because when you do ask people for advice, people give advice based on their experiences, not necessarily on your experience.
1: And, and I agree because some, some great people uh, that I met in my life, you know, it, 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 that fame is I told you so. No one likes to hear that, right? But uh, right. I told you so. And right. then you say, you did Give them credit. And that's my biggest thing. You know, there, there's a couple of words out there. Thank you is, is huge. And uh, sometimes just that thank you, you don't have to elaborate on it. Just thank you. And uh, yeah, that's, that's a nice word.
0: The, the thing that frustrates me sometimes is when people do ask you for your opinion and they don't even listen to you. Right?
1: Yeah, I. I uh, <laughs> it's frustrating, I, I
0: find... but you know
1: yeah I, I i agree like uh, troy uh, you know and i pre like in life uh, the biggest thing is we let our emotions get in our way sometimes sometimes we ask a question and then forget uh, we let our emotions take her our, take ourselves away and instead of just taking that uh, 35 seconds to listen to what the actual answer was because uh, you know i i had a habit of sometimes just saying who and someone says i don't see any owl in the building but uh Sometimes I should have just stopped and said, okay, that was a 10 second comment, stop for 10 seconds. And that's when we realized when you, uh, again, WFG term, when you plan your day, stick to your plan. That's harder said than done because uh, when you write everything down and realize I just planned my day, now I got to follow it. That's where the success path to success is. So taking that 10 seconds or 20 seconds, or if you're fortunate enough to have a gentleman that has the time, uh, and and takes the 10, 15 minutes to say, yes, this is what happened to me in life. Sit and think because there's a lot of life experiences that are the that are same. Uh, uh, we don't take the time, you know, whether it's a mortgage, whether it's borrowing money. Uh, we, we don't take the time to listen.
0: Exactly, exactly. And it's always, I think it's always good to listen to other people's experiences because you can gain from so many different people And you can pick all the little things from each one to make you a better person.
1: Build a better me. I I, I agree. And, and, you know, I think the biggest thing in life too is, is is be able to uh, give credit to the successful people in life. There's people that are successful, that are failing, but don't give themselves credit. And, uh, you know, uh, they're great people out there and I see them every day. And, you know, sometimes they're, Walking with their head down, and you say something funny, walk with your head up, what? And and they look at you and they they kind of take it like, what, what's he talking about? But uh, when you're looking down, you're going down. When you're looking up, you're going up. So, as Tony Robbins says, rising tides raise ships. So, I was born on the East Coast. So, if you're on low tide, then uh, you're, you're lucky. But when the tide comes in, you know, uh, it raises ships. And uh, whether it's the Bay of Fundy or out there in uh, Cape Breton Island. So, Rising tides raises ships.
0: Nice. What will be meaningful to you in five years?
1: Super success, uh, family. Uh, I, like I want some financial stability now, Troy. I, I want to have freedom. Uh, you know, I got retirement coming up. I got some great decisions to make. Uh, spent 14 years telling stories, and and uh, they're all true. But in the end, uh, you know, people took the time to listen, but create a legacy so the time is valuable uh, meet my friends spend more time listen more be more coachable so i i, I remember uh meeting a gentleman his name was martin gillis and uh, he's from a great town in New waterford and uh, i was in a big hurry one day and i was telling him this that and the other thing he said hey young man and i looked at him i said yeah, you're, you're 20 years older You had throat cancer and uh, so." he said uh, I want to tell you something. Yard by yard makes life hard. Inch by inch makes life a cinch. And I thought, wow, you know, and it stayed yeah. with me. Yeah. It stayed with me, Troy. And I thought, start following. Yard by yard makes life hard. Inch by inch makes life a cinch. Slow down. Enjoy the sunshine. And uh, another lady, Mrs. McKenzie, uh, said to me that, uh, you know, when my father passed away, she said, you know, I always remember the sun's going to come up the next day. And your father's in that son. And I, I thought, you know what, that, that helped me get through life. Keep looking up.
0: Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> um, what's your idea of perfect happiness?
1: I'd say uh, if you have that life partner uh, to the people, you know, I went to high school and I, I uh, always always enjoyed my friends and, and males and females, you know, like we played hockey and golf. And, you know, when I listened to, uh, uh, Nadine and Sean, uh, they went to Acadia and, and, and they're married today. I see them on my Facebook. They're enjoying, they got the dog and they got the family and, you know, uh, listen to Karen Young out lack of La she put them on my Facebook, you know, she said, what, what's true love? She said, do you think everything's, uh, happy is, you know, happiness. It's, it's the ups and downs, learning, having that partner with you when you're down and having that partner to celebrate when you're up. I think, uh, relationships, having successful relationships, whether it's in the marriage. Family, you know, so many family fuels. You get into WFG again, family uh, interference and maintenance. Uh, you know, all that, uh, all those terms. Yeah. Super successful.
0: Nice. Tell me three words that you think best describe who you are.
1: You know, that's kind of funny. I, I, I'm a people's person, so uh, that's two words and family
0: nice that's awesome uh, picture yourself in a room maybe just a quiet room with a door describe what your door would look like
1: my door would be always open you know uh, my space because i'm a people's person and i like family i i, I think of that i'm you know, it's kind of funny that you say that. I'm in the condo, three-bedroom condo here, and my son and his family, and my, my granddaughter, uh, Emily and Gracie, but uh, having that door always open. Uh, it, it, you're able to help families, help people, and just having those people. So, I mean, that door should always be open if it's closed. Uh, and again, a friend of mine overseas said, build a fort and stay in your room. And, yeah, you know, that's great when you're studying, but at the end of the day, uh, you gotta have that simple access to outdoors and simple life, so simple freedom.
0: So if you step through your door, what would be on the other side?
1: Well, I'm looking at blue skies, sunshine. I'm, I'm on a beach somewhere, uh, you know, that, that green, greenish, bluish tent water, nice breeze in your air, sunshine. Uh, holding the hand of a beautiful woman, just walking down that beach. You see it, uh, you know, seeing those uh, Freedom 55, just walking on that beach, freezing your hair, freedom, financial awesome.
0: stability. That's, that is awesome. That's what I want. That's yeah. what I want to be <laughs> walking down that beach, the wind blowing through your hair. Yeah. Yeah. Listening to the waves crash. Yeah. Do you do any meditation or yoga or any other type of self healing? work
1: you know what I'm going to spend more time on meditation and and, uh, self-healing because uh, there's a a, like I said uh, a friend out there named Deb Drummond she does Mm -hmm. meditation and she does uh, they learn and I listen to other people like whether yoga you know self-healing the more programs you take like that you know I used to fall asleep at night listening to the meditation tapes and the easy listening music and uh, that's the key to life Get your mind to stop because every day you're going to wake up. It's a new day, no matter what. You know, stop your thoughts. And again, I, I, I use another uh, analogy from uh, Mel Robbins: or five, four, three, two, one, tape. You know, sometimes you go to bed and your mind just doesn't stop. It, it's you know, it's cool. you're all excited yeah. for the next day. So five, four, three, two, one, stop. Go to sleep. Wake up. So I, I sleep great now, and uh, even when I don't get sleep, I, I, I still feel good because someone told me that every day is a new day.
0: Nice, right on. If you could write a letter to your younger self, what would you write, and what age would it be?
1: I I used to try to write letters when I was young. Uh, my father was in the horse business, and, and uh, I used to write letters, and, and it used to be interesting. I try to write them to myself. And i say geez, that, that's that's called a, a diary. But uh, I was at uh, the chapters here in edmonton last last uh, a year ago a lady was writing her diary, and I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know her, she didn't know me, and I just, I I leaned over, and I said, uh, can I, can I have a minute of your time? She said, sure. I said, I'm just interested. I said, I see you're writing in the diary. I said, uh, I find that interesting, because I said, I'm learning to write now, too. She said, I'm going to tell you what I'm writing. My, my, my children are young. I'm writing their life as they go through it, That I can hand the book, as they get old enough to read what they did when they were young, because we don't spend enough time telling about our children. And I thought, geez, what an amazing, what an amazing event. And I didn't get her name or number because in WFG, that's how it works sometimes. And I was just, I was blown away by that. I thought that's cool. So now I, yeah. I have uh, my granddaughters and I open up a little journal. And I get them to put their hands in the journal and I trace their hands. And, you know, sometimes I say, dad, granddad, you're bugging me. You're bugging me. But uh, they get their little hands there and you put the <laughs> date and. I think that's the biggest thing in life you know when, when our parents pass on like i tell people you only have one father one mother but the, how often do they pass on and i lost my father i lost my mother and then, you know you think well if you had to ask them five questions ask them five questions you know what the five questions are that's that's up to that person but get their responses
0: right now they're gone
1: so now you think well how great in the advice that they gave you over time so I thought that was pretty cool. That lady writing the journal for her, her her children to be able to say, "Hey, this is how life was, and this is what you did for all those years." And I, I would have loved mine because uh, you know my parents did. I was played golf to a scratch handicap. I played junior hockey. You know, and I, I played with some of the best players, and, and uh, I had the greatest opportunities. And it's all what you put into you know when you show up, get involved. I
0: think, I think that's so cool. That's amazing. Mm. Yeah, It would be like, it would be like writing your biography for your kids or you're writing exactly. your kids' biography. Really. And you know
1: what? Uh, I was so proud of that lady and uh, she was, uh, she was from, she wasn't from our country. She was from another country and she said, I, I, I just really wanted to know what their life was like because she said, I might not be here to tell them.
0: Yeah, that is so cool. If you could have lunch and a chat with anybody dead or alive, who would it be?
1: You know, Troy, I'd pick you. And uh, we never ever, have, we, well, I guess we'll say we never ate together. But uh, just to go out and have lunch and sit down and have a conversation in and in a, in free access in, a, in, a, in an area that wasn't pertaining to work. And just sitting there and just have a conversation and, and, and ask the question. because. Uh, I always like to ask you questions. I always like hearing your answers. And, uh, you know, that's the key to uh, life. There's a lot of successful people out there that don't realize they're successful. We, we judge ourselves by money. And uh, that's, what, that's what we measure ourselves, you know, billions of dollars, trillions of dollars. But in the end, the term successful, uh, again, I go to the Tony Robinson and the Ed Millets. you know, they go back 6,000 years. We're still writing... For six, you know, and beyond, like when you start figuring out, we're still writing the same, same literature. So, right, yeah, I'd like to sit down with you and, and, and have a conversation because uh, the public doesn't know. I remember the first day uh, that uh, we were at J2 when we're inside the secondary and uh, you would call me to give some fuel to uh, the Samboni. So you were in there and you start talking about a podcast. So you, you made a vision, you made a plan. You said, I'm going to do it. I said, hey, I want to be there. Get me in this podcast.
0: And here you are.
1: Here we are. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, I'd I'd love to sit and have a chat with you outside of work and outside of any pressures anywhere, right? Exactly. Just to sit and relax and chat. That would be awesome. Hey,
1: my, my, my vision, and uh, I'll tell you, I had a vision. I told a bank manager in uh, the late 80s and early 90s, I said, uh, I went into the My mortgage was in the double digits, and he said, "Lock it in for five years." I said, "No way." And his name was uh, Malcolm Campbell, and I said, uh, "I'm not locking it in." He said, "Well, it could go to 22 percent." I said, "Let it go." I said, "It's going to go down to one and a half percent." And in the end, when it did go to one and a half percent, he told me he was honest. He said, "No one else in the banking system told me that." How did you know that? I said, "Well, I used to get all these brochures from." uh, the Bank of Montreal, and they said, we're going to lay off 176,000 people. That was when times were, were good in the late 80s and early 90s. So I thought, wow, you know, my mind just started working. Interest rates got to drop. if You're going to go into the virtual technology. So here we are 30 years later.
0: Right. Yep. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be?
1: You know, I love Cape Breton Island. I, I, I travel over the States. Uh, got some great stories. Uh, Raymond Levatt's over in Cape Town, South Africa. That's a story and a half. Two brothers uh, in the Lavat family sailed to Cape uh, Breton. And uh, long story short, uh, one was John Levatt and one was Martin Lavat. And uh, <clears throat> when my father had a letter, no one could really tell us. And in 2015, I got a message from uh, Raymond Levatt. I talked to him every day since. Uh, there was a gentleman, uh, Vance, he worked at J2. He asked me, is there any more Levats on the world? And I said, no. Oh, well, he knew that there was more Levats in Cape Town, South Africa. So that's that's a little bit where nice. I was at.
0: Nice. If you were stranded on a desert island and the device you had could only play one song over and over without ever dying, what would that song be? I
1: Want to Fly Like an Eagle.
0: Steve Miller. Steve Miller band, yeah, Awesome. Okay, final question, Mr. Lavat. You've gone through your whole life. You've lived beyond your wildest dreams, Your all your experiences that you've ever wanted to have. You've gained all the knowledge that you could ever have. And when you pass on and go to the other side, you have to take everything with you. You can't leave anything behind. The only thing you can do is give three lessons for life to future generations. What would they be?
1: Well, the first and foremost is be true to yourself. Because we fool ourselves so many times. You know, we, we, we know the answer sometimes, but we hide from our true identity. So that, that would be number one. And number two, you know, your parents are here for a reason, your mother and father, whether they're together or not together. They, uh, you know, listen to, to, to their experiences because sometimes their, their decisions, uh, you know, we blame each, each mother and father because, you know, in my, my children's case, yeah, they had millions of dollars, but in the end, you know, they, they still respect me we still hug each other my youngest guy said that's a weakness to hug each other so uh, you know be true to yourself respect your parents and you know what get into the game get out there and and as Tony Robinson says hey he, he was a janitor and now today Robbie Levat was a uh, was president CEO of his family business and uh, you know I got off a of plane with a $20 bill $4.63 so don't you know choose the words of life that are going to be positive that are going to rising tides raise raises ships so raise yourself all the time and you know what go out the door sometimes we don't win the hockey games but sometimes we know that we played good enough we, we did what we could do and uh, you know we're all winners so let's uh, let's look after ourselves and appreciate the friends that are around us
0: nice that's awesome Rob Levatt, I thank you for joining us today. It's been a great chat, a great interview, and I uh, hope that people watching this can learn some life lessons from this interview and uh, you know, maybe be able to take notice of some of the things you've done and make some changes in their lives for the better. Uh, thanks again for joining us today. My name is Troy Hodkins with my guest Rob Levatt. This has been Lessons for Life podcast. Join us again for another episode. Thank you.
1: Thank you.